Chapter 35 The Lord spoke to Moses in the plains of Moab by the Jordan at Jericho, saying, Command the people of Israel to give to the Levites some of the inheritance of their possession as cities for them to dwell in. And you shall give to the Levites pasture lands around the cities. The cities shall be theirs to dwell in, and their pasture lands shall be for their cattle and for their livestock and for all their beasts. The pasture lands of the cities which you shall give to the Levites shall reach from the wall of the city outward a thousand cubits all around. And you shall measure outside the city on the east side two thousand cubits, and on the south side two thousand cubits, and on the west side two thousand cubits, and on the north side two thousand cubits, the city being in the middle. This shall belong to them as pasture land for their cities. The cities that you give to the Levites shall be six cities of refuge, where you shall permit the manslayer to flee, and in addition to them you shall give forty-two cities. All the cities that you give to the Levites shall be forty-eight, with their pasture land. And as for the cities that you shall give them from the possession of the people of Israel, from the larger tribes you shall take many, and from the smaller tribes you shall take few. Each in proportion to the inheritance that it inherits shall give of its cities to the Levites. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the people of Israel, and say to them, When you cross the Jordan into the land of Canaan, then you shall select cities to be cities of refuge for you, that the manslayer who kills any person without intent may flee there. The cities shall be for you a refuge from the avenger, that the manslayer may not die until he stands before the congregation for judgment. And the cities that you give shall be your six cities of refuge. You shall give three cities beyond the Jordan and three cities in the land of Canaan to be cities of refuge. These six cities shall be for refuge for the people of Israel and for the stranger and for the sojourner among them, that anyone who kills any person without intent may flee there. But if he struck him down with an iron object so that he died, he is a murderer. The murderer shall be put to death. And if he struck him down with a stone tool that could cause death, and he died, he is a murderer. The murderer shall be put to death. Or if he struck him down with a wooden tool that could cause death, and he died, he is a murderer. The murderer shall be put to death. The avenger of blood shall himself put the murderer to death. When he meets him, he shall put him to death. And if he pushed him out of hatred or hurled something at him, lying in wait so that he died, or an enmity struck him down with his hand so that he died, then he who struck the blow shall be put to death. He is a murderer. The avenger of blood shall put the murderer to death when he meets him. But if he pushed him suddenly without enmity or hurled anything on him without lying in wait or used a stone that could cause death and without seeing him dropped it on him so that he died, though he was not his enemy and did not seek his harm, then the congregation shall judge between the manslayer and the avenger of blood in accordance with these rules. And the congregation shall rescue the manslayer from the hand of the avenger of blood, and the congregation shall restore him to his city of refuge to which he had fled and he shall live in it until the death of the high priest who was anointed with the holy oil. But if the manslayer shall at any time go beyond the boundaries of his city of refuge to which he fled, and the avenger of blood finds him outside the boundaries of his city of refuge, and the avenger of blood kills the manslayer, he shall not be guilty of blood. For he must remain in his city of refuge until the death of the high priest, but after the death of the high priest, the manslayer may return to the land of his possession. 
And these things shall be for a statute and rule for you throughout your generations in all your dwelling places. If anyone kills a person, the murderer shall be put to death on the evidence of witnesses, but no person shall be put to death on the testimony of one witness. Moreover, you shall accept no ransom for the life of a murderer who is guilty of death, but he shall be put to death. And you shall accept no ransom for him who has fled to his city of refuge, that he may return to dwell in the land before the death of the high priest. You shall not pollute the land in which you live, for blood pollutes the land, and no atonement can be made for the land for the blood that is shed in it, except by the blood of the one who shed it. You shall not defile the land in which you live, in the midst of which I dwell, for I the Lord dwell in the midst of the people of Israel. Chapter 36 the heads of the fathers' houses of the clan of the people of Gilead, the son of Maker, son of Manasseh, from the clans of the people of Joseph, came near and spoke before Moses and before the chiefs, the heads of the fathers' houses of the people of Israel. They said, The Lord commanded my Lord to give the land for inheritance by lot to the people of Israel, and my Lord was commanded by the Lord to give the inheritance of Zelophehad our brother to his daughters. But if they are married to any of the sons of the other tribes of the people of Israel, then their inheritance will be taken from the inheritance of our fathers and added to the inheritance of the tribe to which they marry. So it will be taken away from the lot of our inheritance. And when the jubilee of the people of Israel comes, then their inheritance will be added to the inheritance of the tribe into which they marry, and their inheritance will be taken from the inheritance of the tribe of our fathers. And Moses commanded the people of Israel according to the word of the Lord, saying, The tribe of the people of Joseph is right. This is what the Lord commands concerning the daughters of Zelophehad. Let them marry who they think best, only they shall marry within the clan of the tribe of their father. The inheritance of the people of Israel shall not be transferred from one tribe to another, for every one of the people of Israel shall hold on to the inheritance of the tribe of his fathers. And every daughter who possesses an inheritance in any tribe of the people of Israel shall be wife to one of the clan of the tribe of her father, so that every one of the people of Israel may possess the inheritance of his fathers. So no inheritance shall be transferred from one tribe to the other, for each of the tribes of the people of Israel shall hold on to its own inheritance. The daughters of Zelophehad did as the Lord commanded Moses. For Mala, Tirzah, Hogla, Milcah, and Noah the daughters of Zelophehad were married to the sons of their father's brothers. They were married into the clans of the people of Manasseh, the son of Joseph, and their inheritance remained in the tribe of their father's clan. These are the commandments and rules that the Lord commanded through Moses to the people of Israel in the plains of Moab by the Jordan at Jericho. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Peculiar Podcast, the podcast where we are listening and reading the Bible every single day in order to finish it within a year. My name is James Chase, and I just want you to know that lately I've been drinking kombucha. I heard it's good for your gut. Um, it does really good things for your insides. It's a really good alternative to soda. So if that's something you're looking for and you're trying to cut back on soda and you still want to drink something fizzy, try kombucha. I really can't tell if it's, you know, doing anything for my gut, but it's a different drink. I'm trying it out. It's a good alternative. I think we're just going to be more spiritually and physically healthy by the time I get through all of these episodes. 
And I'm not, I'm cool with that. <laughs> uh, speaking of being more spiritually healthy, we're on day 57 of our daily Bible reading. Thank you so much for joining me. We have read through chapters 35 and 36 in the book of Numbers. And now I'm going to talk about some things that stuck out to me. The first thing being, um, just in case you don't know where we are physically, first one talks about God speaking to Moses in the plains of Moab. If you go to your Google Maps and you look up the Dead Sea, Moab would be directly to the right of the Dead Sea, you know, and, you know, they're, and so they're going to go up, up north and over to the west, cross over the Jordan River and start conquering the land. And I just figured it would be good to just let people, let, let, let us all know where we are location wise. I think it's good for us just to visualize that. Moving on to verse two, which says, command the sons of Israel that they give to the Levites from the inheritance of their possession cities to live in, and you shall give them to the Levites, pasture lands around the cities. This reminds me of a verse in Numbers chapter 10, verse 9, that says, Therefore Levi does not have a portion of inheritance with his brothers. The Lord is his, inter- his inheritance. And this is just another reminder to the Levites that God is going to provide for them. And, you know, they have this very important job in taking care of the sanctuary and they don't have anything to worry about. And this is a reminder to me to seek the things of God first and trust that he's going to take care of everything else later on. There's a verse in Matthew Matthew 6, verse 33, and it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these other things will be added unto you. And before that, it talks about not being like the Gentiles who worry about what they're going to eat and drink and see the lilies and see how they grow and see how the birds are being taken care of. How much more will God take care of you? And the verse ends basically by saying, take care of God's business and God will take care of yours. I think it could have been easy for the Levites or anyone to say, what am I, how am I going to get taken care of? And especially when you're watching other people get their and, and quote unquote inheritance, um, <laughs> all these other tribes are getting their inheritance. They're getting their pieces of land. And God is saying to the Israelites, I mean, to the Levites, I'm your inheritance. I'm, I'm what you're going to get. And it may not seem like much in the temporal, but in eternity, man, that's what more could you ask for? And so um, there's a verse that I read to myself every now and then. I try to read, read it to myself, say it to myself often. It's Psalms 23, verse one, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And it may seem like a basic verse. Oh, everybody knows Psalms 23. But once I started to really dwell on it and, and meditate on it, especially that first verse, just the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And that, that, that to me, gives me security. It stops me from wanting what other people have and trusting in what the Lord has given me and how he has made me. And as long as I continue to seek him and continue to be about what he's about, I can trust that he's going to take care of me. And, and I don't, I don't have to worry. 
Speaking of the things that the Levites got, they were given cities of refuge. Verse 6 says, The cities that you give to the Levites shall be six cities of refuge, where you shall permit the manslayer to flee. In addition to them, you shall give 42 cities. The part that I'd like to focus on is the, the six cities of refuge. In that time period and in that region of the world, revenge was taken very seriously. Um, we've read before about an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. And, and I think even for, not just for the Israelites, but for other cultures around the Israelites in that time, they were very serious about revenge. And if someone does something to you, you have the right to avenge them. If, 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 um, if someone kills someone in, in your family, you have the right to avenge them. And I think there's a separation happening here between the nations around Israelites and the Israelites, because God is saying when there is a a manslayer, when someone does kill someone, they are given the ability to run to a city of refuge. And it doesn't mean that they are, that what they did was justified or they get a, get out of revenge free card. Um, It was a place, I, I see it as, a place uh, where they could get due process because not all times, because as, as, uh, as we read, there are all times of manslaughtering aren't purposeful. There are accidental times. And so in those times, that person could go to a city of refuge and then they, their, their case would be evaluated. They would be given due process and then they would receive their, their just punishment. And so I see these cities of refuge as places of mercy and justice because one, there's a, there's a place you can go to when you commit a crime. And so you are allowed to be given mercy, but you also aren't just allowed to get away from what you did wrong because um, proper justice will be given. And, and I think the opportunity for proper justice to be given is also an act of, of mercy. Um, I also just see this as a bigger picture of Jesus and, and grace. Um, it's, it's one of the first things I imagined when I started reading this section. And I think about how we are the man slayer. We have put Jesus Christ on the cross because of our sin and our selfishness and our wrongdoing, our, our iniquity. And we're, we're the manslayer and justice is coming after us. And at the end of our lives, we're going to have to give an account for the sins that we've committed. And if we have, we're going to have to pay the, the, the Bible says the wages of sin is death. And so the payment that you get, your wage for the sins that you commit is death. But, praise God for the but. <laughs> oh, I just thought of a TikTok and then how, praise God. Okay, I'm going to move on from that. There is a city of refuge you can go to. There's a place that you can go to. Um, God's wrath is coming for the sinner. But God has also created a way out. 
And it's him coming to earth as a baby named Jesus, living the death that living the life that we should have lived and dying the death that we should have died. And once we are, we go to him, the city, and then, and are under that. And we are baptized in his name for the, for we are baptized in Jesus name for the remission of sins. And um, we receive the gift of the Holy spirit. We are, we're, we're under that and we've, we've put on his righteousness. We are protected from the Avenger who is coming after us. And, and I, and I, I like the part in, for, in chapter 35, where it, it basically says, if the manslayer doesn't get to a city or if he decides to venture out of a city and he gets caught by the person who's trying to avenge him, then that's on him. <laughs> um, it, you know, the Avenger is allowed to do whatever he, he wants. If the guy, if he catches this person outside of the city, I don't know. It just kind of, it makes me smile a bit. Cause I, there's just a, a scene in my head where he's just like, oh, yeah, oh, I, I caught you. I caught you outside the city. Now it's on. Now I'm gonna give my, I'm gonna give my revenge. You, um, and, and, and we can play around with that. You know, we can, I, I can imagine some people a person going to a city of refuge and kind of just not being serious about the city of refuge and, and just playing around like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to go a couple miles outside of the city of refuge. And you know, I'm, you know, I ain't, ain't going to get caught. It's cool, man. I'm not, I'm not going, but, but then they do get caught and then revenge comes upon them. And then justice is, is served um, the same way. You know, we can, we can play around with um, God's, grace and the way that he's made out for us and, and say, Oh, well, you know, this isn't actually real. You know, uh, there isn't any penalty for sin or wrongdoing there. There isn't, Jesus didn't actually die for my sins. Um, he, he didn't come, he didn't come to, to save me to that person who says that I would definitely challenge to examine history. Um, Jesus dying on the cross is a a verifiable fact of history. There are many sources and documents that document Jesus's Jesus's death on the cross. Uh, the Bible is a reliable source for history, and the Bible says that he rose again three days later. So, um, if Jesus is who he says he is, then sin is a real thing, and there we're gonna have to pay for that penalty. Uh, unless we accept what he's done on the cross for us. So, yeah. Um, so I would one challenge you to ex examine that, see if it's true. And it is. And then to run to him, run. He has made a way of escape for all of us. And I think that's amazing and it's wonderful and it's, it's, and it's grace <laughs> and it's available for you. Don't get caught out. Um, not asking the right questions. You know, uh, I think a, a lot of people just haven't made up in their minds that this whole Jesus thing is just, it's just made up. It's for people who need crutches and, and all that. I, 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 that doesn't make sense to me. I, I, I get the statement. It's, it's some, somewhat valid. Sure. But, uh, just, mm, I, I can't, I can't get behind that. Uh, so I, I and so I wouldn't say to, to stay there, you know, like examine this Jesus that everyone speaks of and that, that people just marvel over and 
you know, find out for yourself, find out that, that he is good, find out that he's real and that the sin that he died for is real and the punishment is real and his grace is real and the way out is real and the relationship that we can have with him is real. So yeah, just choose him. Friends, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast episode and spending your time here. It really means a lot to me. And hey, we finished the book of numbers. <laughs> um, you should really just pat yourself on the back and you know, like just give yourself a thumbs up. I'm really proud of you. I'm proud of you for just coming back every day, even though you didn't want to sometimes. It's it's hard. You just and it takes discipline. You know, you're not always, you're not always gonna feel like it, but it's always good to do to just be consistent with your Bible reading and just to just be fed spiritually. It's always good. Um, as a couple closing remarks about numbers, just keep in mind the, I guess the, the path, the, the journey that the Israelites went through and how things started off hopeful. They were promised this land and, but then through complaining and just bad attitudes and bad reports, they, a lot of time and a lot of energy was wasted and there was just a lot of despair and a lot of, a lot of brokenness. And there was, you know, there's just, there's just some big valley moments that we read about, but I think we've ended on a, a, a hopeful note because God is faithful. He keeps his promises. And we're going to read about the Israelites conquering the land and the amazing things God is going to show to them. And so I hope that we all can keep in mind what the Israelites went through, the things that they didn't have to go through. They didn't have to take, they didn't have to be delayed for 40 years. And I, I just hope and pray that we can learn from that and just have um, and, and trust God with the promises that he's given us, the promises in his word and the Bible, and just take him at his word um, because he's going to be faithful. He's going he's to stick to that. Speaking of word, I'm liking this segue thing that I'm that I've been doing lately. <laughs> Speaking of word, I'd like to hear yours. So if there's any feedback, any good or bad, um, I, I would love to hear your thoughts, your questions, anything that you thought about what we read today. Um, if you want to know where you can leave those thoughts, those words, go to Instagram at underscore Peculiar Productions or on Facebook at Peculiar Productions without the underscore. And until next time, tomorrow, when we start the book of Deuteronomy, <laughs> thank you for listening to the Peculiar Podcast, the podcast where we are listening and reading the Bible every single day in order to finish it within a year. My name is James Chase. Know that I love you, but Jesus loved you first. I'll see you tomorrow.